0: What is up everybody? We are back with the Everyday Parlay podcast. As always, I'm your host Tex, joined by my boys Dylan and Timmy. What's up guys? What's up, what's up? All right, guys, today we're going to be talking about the upcoming NFL draft, our best picks, worst picks, and maybe we'll throw in a couple topics for this next upcoming NFL season. Uh, We'll go ahead and get started with Timmy. Uh, Timmy, what you think about this upcoming draft?
1: Uh, it's going to be interesting. A lot of rumors swirling about trades up into the top 10, mainly sitting there at three with the uh, Lions, what they're going to do, whether they're going to take Akuda or if they're going to trade out of that. There's going to be somebody try to jump Miami or uh, the Chargers for one of the top QBs, um, which is probably going to be the most interesting storyline, in my opinion. Uh, what you're doing?
2: Yeah, I think the. The quarterback situation at the top of the board is going to be interesting. Also, the receivers, where, well, I know the top three is pretty much going to be set, but the who trades up to take one of them is going to be interesting to watch or if it just stays where it's at and which one gets taken off the board first is going to be probably my favorite thing to watch in this draft.
0: I like it. We'll, we'll go ahead and jump into it. Uh, we'll start off with the first pick of the draft. What do y'all think? I know the consensus is, is that Joe Burrow is going to be taken – First overall in the draft. It's pretty much on every, you know, mock draft board there is. Uh, what do y'all think about Joe Burrow getting picked first? And what do you think he's going to be able to do with the Bengals in the upcoming season?
1: I like Timmy, Burrow, I one. I mean, I mean, they're, in my opinion, that's the consensus is everybody sees in the mock drafts. Um, the Bengals have kind of been in the same sort of plateau over the past decade, you know, made it to the playoffs a couple of times with Andy Dalton there. A lot of that had to do with head coaching. You know, they let Marvin Lewis go uh, a few years back, but they made it to the playoffs a couple of times, couldn't get past that first round. I think Burroughs brings a real winner mentality. I saw a story the other day where he was talking about he has never lost, um, had a losing season since he started playing football. I think he said five years old. So he's really going to bring a uh, winning mentality to Cincinnati and they need it in a big way. It's a real uh hometown, feel good story, him going back to Ohio. Um they retained uh AJ Green with the franchise tag. I think they'll focus on adding some a few more playmakers at the end of the uh later in the draft, second, third round adding some protection for him. I see him, I think he could really uh, be good a couple years down the road, maybe second, third-year pro bowler, maybe with the right coach. And I like Zach Taylor as a coach. But, yeah, I don't think you go any other way there. I love Chase Young. He is the best player in the draft. Uh, They wanted to add some defense to it, uh, you know, generational talent. But you can't – I mean, we know in the NFL more than anything, it is a QB needy league. So there's no getting around that. Once once you find your franchise quarterback, everything else falls into place after that. Joe Burrows is Cincinnati's franchise.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. It kind of reminds me of two years ago with the whole Baker Saquon. Saquon was obviously the best player in the draft, but you go with team need. And I like – it's a little more in this one, but I still like taking your team need with a quarterback at first, even though Chase Young is going to be amazing if he does end up going to the Redskins if they don't decide to get a quarterback. But taking Joe Burrow is obviously a safe pick. He's going to be able to do great even with the team that they have. He's going to do better than Andy Dalton with the Bengals. So, I'm excited to see Joe Burrow. He's going to – I wouldn't be surprised if he ended up winning Rookie of the Year also.
0: I like that. I like that a lot. I mean, I'm in the same boat with y'all. Joe Burrow, he's a a a once-in-a-generation type player to me at the quarterback position. I mean – The numbers he put up in college, especially this past season, were off the charts. Um, Dude was lighting it up. No matter what defense was against him, we've seen what he did to Oklahoma. We've seen what he did to Georgia. Uh, He scorched them on every single possible play that could happen. Um, Another thing I just read, guys, what do y'all think they do? Do they keep Andy Dalton? uh, Yeah, do they keep Andy Dalton after the draft? Or do you think they trade him or possibly cut him?
1: I think he's on the move. I can see the Patriots, depending on what they do. I still think they move up in the draft. I know it's not really the Patriot way. I still see them moving up to take a quarterback, possibly a Jordan Love. Um, If they weren't so far back, I think Tua would be perfect for them. I feel like they, there might be a little smoke screen coming from them with these recent Tua rumors, but that's a different topic. Um, No, I. Depending on what they do in the draft, I could easily see whether via trade or if the Bengals cut Andy Dalton going and uh, playing under Bill Belichick and the Patriots.
2: See, I see him leaving, but not this season. I see him staying this season. It'll add some competition in the locker room, and eventually he'll realize that he has no spot. Joe is going to win that competition 10 out of 10 times, and he'll end up leaving after this year.
0: All right, well, I mean, we pretty much got what we, you know, our thoughts are on the quarterback situation in Cincinnati. But we'll keep on the quarterback, you know, position, but we'll move on to some different teams. So we've been looking at some mock drafts, and we've seen, um, you know, this fight between, you know, Tua and Justin Herbert. There's some mock drafts that are going different ways. Uh, some have Herbert going first. Some have Tagovailoa going first. So, uh, Timmy, who do you think, you know, is that second quarterback pick off the off the board right there.
1: So I know Tua comes with a lot of question marks about health. Um, a healthy Tua, there's no competition. If Tua was healthy right now, we would be talking about a competition for that number one pick between him and Joe if he was healthy. And he's not, so now we're talking about Justin. So the exactly. thing with Herbert is he – can't read a, def- a complex defense. He doesn't make good progression reads. I think personally that Jordan Love is more competition for Tua. Um, I think Jordan Love is a better quarterback than Herbert. Has more potential than Herbert. I think here in a couple years we'll be talking about um, how Herbert was. It is going to be a bust. Um, he had talent around him in Oregon. Couldn't really do much. Uh, as we saw in that the opening game against Auburn. I think Tua, hands down, is the better quarterback. And here recently, the past week or so, we've been seeing a lot about Tua's failed physicals and stuff like that. I watched his, that virtual pro day, he looked like he moved great. The stuff I'm hearing on Twitter and different reports is that his hip is 100%. I think a lot of these rumors are coming from teams that are wanting to grab him. That's a little later, like the Patriots, maybe in the late 20s. I don't think he ever. I don't think he falls out of the top 10, even if some of these rumors are true. But hands down, Tua is the second quarterback on the board, no matter what.
2: Yeah, I agree with that a lot. I don't know if he'll even fall to five or six, wherever, decides to draft, a quarterback. I think someone's going to trade up with the Lions at three and get either him or Herbert. I'm going to go with Tua every time, of course. I think Herbert's going to be Mitchell Trubisky reincarnated. He After his first read, he's not going to be able to – he can't throw the ball after his first receiver is covered. So I think he's going to be another Mitch, and I think the Chargers will end up getting him and the – Dolphins will jump up to three to get Tua.
0: I'm kind of with y'all on that. Do I think Justin Herbert is an NFL quarterback right now? No, I really don't. But do I think he has the capability of being an NFL quarterback? I mean, I could see it if he's under the right coach and he's able to, um, you know, have a couple, you know, a season or two to be developed into that type of player. But right now, I just I can't see him, um, you know, jump into it unless. It actually, you know, he comes out and fails another physical, um, which I don't think he'll, you know, do another one before the draft. But that could be the only possible scenario that I see for him going, you know, above lower. Tagovailoa. Um, you know, we've seen what he did in, you know, college football realm. Dude was an exciting player, um, you know, brings a lot of spunk to the team. He's a great leader, a great teammate. Um, dude's just everything you could want as a person on a NFL team. Now, as the quarterback, we're just going to have to see, you know, how his health plays out. Is somebody going to take that risk on him, you know, being iffy, being 50-50 on if he's healed or not? Well, I mean, we still got some time to the NFL season where they could get him in to that pro team, get him rehabbing. Um, You know, these NFL teams, they'll spend a lot of money on, you know, who they think is going to be a franchise quarterback, getting them healthy. So I think that could happen. But uh, going off of, you know, Justin Herbert, a team that I think a trade up to get him, I don't think they'll be able to get Tiger Valoa because I think he's going to go first. But somebody like the Raiders, uh, you know, wouldn't be a bad, you know, wouldn't be a bad trade up. You know, they got Derek Carr. Derek Carr's trash. Obviously, we talked about that on the last podcast. He is complete trash. He's done. He's not going to be anywhere close to a Pro Bowl quarterback.
1: Ever but is again. Herbert is Herbert a better option than Carr? I don't think so. But
2: but, I don't think so either, but, but it's with the consensus that he's going to be a top talent when he comes to the league.
1: I think the Raiders are better off adding one of these top receivers like Ruggs or Judy every day of the week than trying to get Herbert and develop him to become what Carr could be. I still think he has some potential with the right talent. Look at dude's receivers. He I has don't. none. He has no help.
0: I don't think so. I don't think he's got the talent anymore to do it. Um, You know, he was good, you know, a couple years ago he was lighting up the league, but now I just, I don't see anything for him. I think, uh, you know, he could get in that Raiders system. I think he could, you know, take a couple years to develop, just like they, you know, they did with Jared Goff at, you know, the Rams. You know, they gave him a season or two to develop, and look what he's doing now. I feel like that's what they could do with Justin Herbert. Now, do I think he's going to develop in the same way as Jared Goff did? No, I don't think he's as good as Jared Goff was or is at all, but, if we're golf thinking is trash. You know, logical,
2: with the, uh, with the right coaching, he can absolutely be with one the right team. coaching.
0: I think he would be able to, you know, develop into that type of quarterback. Do I think anybody's going to take the chance on him? Now that's a question for another podcast because, uh, like y'all said, I mean, if he's got to read, you know, into his second, third, fourth reads, dude's just going to take off running because he's scared of being in the pocket. So it's all about who's going to be, who's going to take the chance on him because. Uh, I'm looking at a draft here. If he goes to the Dolphins, the Dolphins don't have another quarterback. So they don't have a chance to, you know, be able to take a season or two to develop him. He's going to be to he's going to have to jump right into that system, which I don't think he's going to be able to do it. So I'm taking, you know, Tagovailoa going, you know, the second quarterback off the board, a top five pick. I think that's where he should have been all along. I know this injury kind of hurt him a little bit, but I still think he's a top five pick, no doubt.
1: I, I say this, if assuming that Tua is off the board, if I'm the Chargers, I take Jordan Love before I take Justin Herbert at five.
2: But it won't Or happen. at six, at six, my bad. It won't happen. Herbert will go before Jordan Love.
0: I see where you're going with that, Timmy. I like Jordan Love. I, You know, I watched a little um, of last season, you know, just kind of looking at him. And dude, dude's got talent. Dude is a great quarterback. Um, I feel like he reads, you know, the defense pretty well. Um I mean, I think he's a good pick. I don't know why they have him, you know, going in the mid to late first round. I feel like he's a lot better than that. But um, I see Jordan Love going before Justin Herbert. I wish he would. I don't think he's going to, but that's how, what I would like to see, you know, going forward. Maybe even, you know, somewhere like the Falcons since they got a terrible quarterback. Hey,
1: chill out. Chill out. No, we ain't. No. <laughs> I will say this. If the Falcons ever did take a quarterback in the first round, I would absolutely lose my shit. You would see a different side of Timmy. And you've seen a lot of depressed Falcons Timmy. This would be next level. I promise you that. Well, good
2: thing we don't have to because you're going to get Henderson.
1: Right, that's it. We'll talk about
0: that. Give that a few more minutes. All right, all right. I want to move down to this fourth pick right here at the Giants is they got taken Isaiah Simmons, outside linebacker from Clemson. Now, I've watched – you know, I watched a lot of, you know, Clemson football this past year. Um, I liked Isaiah Simmons. Uh, do y'all think that he's good enough to go fourth overall in the NFL draft this season?
1: I'm going to put it this way. If he doesn't go fourth, then the Giants are going to look like a mockery. Um I think he's a top five talent. I don't think he's going to go fourth. I think what's going to happen between these quarterbacks in the top five and some of these top tier offensive linemen, they're going to go up and people like Okuda, I'm still not sold that he's going three to the lines, but I think him, Derek Brown, Isaiah Simmons, we're going to see them fall closer to 10. And... Over the past week, you know, as a Falcons fan, I've heard a lot about us trading up for, you know, the who it's for hasn't really been clear. There's still some different opinions on that. The name I personally like would be Simmons, but I feel like we'd have to trade up to about eight for that. Um, now, I think the thing about Isaiah Simmons is, Uh, You called him an outside linebacker. He can play off outside linebacker. He can play safety. He can be your nickel corner. He does so many things so well. He fits so many different needs for teams. Like with the Falcons, we have a lot of different needs on defense and holes. And instead of trying to find multiple players to fill those holes, he's a type of guy who will fill multiple holes by himself when you can line them up on certain plays outside the linebacker. You can send them in blitzes. You can put them on these uh, tight ends or running backs coming out the backfield, you know, these in the flats. He does so many things well. But I think personally that the Giants go for one of these uh, offensive tackles to protect Daniel Jones. They do have a pretty trash-ass defense. I think it was third worst in the league last year. Um I see worfs or Wills going there to for the, the Giants.
2: See, I like Isaiah Simmons going to uh, fourth to the Giants. The only reason I think – the only way I don't think he'll go fourth is if the Giants trade back, which could happen. But I'm going to go ahead and say I think Isaiah Simmons will go fourth. If he goes to the Giants, they'll have to utilize him as good as Clemson did, putting him in these various positions because, like you said, he is a rare talent. That can be played everywhere. Are the Giants smart enough to do that? Probably no. not. But I think Isaiah Simmons fourth to the Giants are, is most likely what we're going to see.
0: Hey, I, I'm right there with y'all. Um, I love Isaiah Simmons. I think he's a great player. Um, he's, you know, like I said, you know, one of them generational talents, dude. I mean, he run what, like a four three nine or something like that at the draft uh, or at the combine, three and he's yeah. what, you know. at 250 he's around that 250 i don't think he's that heavy i think he's i think he's closer to 230
1: 240 but
0: still you're 6'4 230 playing linebacker running a 439 that's you know faster than a lot of positions that were at the draft uh we're gonna move on all right guys faster than Akuda. yeah it was i mean it was faster than a freaking cornerback. and dude's playing you know linebacker sometimes he plays defensive end if they need him to on some packages all right, I know we talked a lot about, you know, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last podcast. You know, we went went on a ramble there for a little bit. What do y'all think about them, you know, mock draft-wise and not taking a quarterback in the first two rounds? We know Tom Brady's not going to last forever. He's not going to be able to play. I give I think- him. he might last two more seasons. I don't know if he does. Do y'all think they – take a quarterback in this this draft or do you think they put it off to the next one to try to take a quarterback? Maybe like a um you know Trevor Lawrence or somebody like that. Okay, so I said this on our last uh, little teaser
1: that rant you referred to. Bad franchises make bad moves. They will not take a quarterback at all this draft and I don't even see them doing it next draft even after this year when they realize that Tom Brady isn't Tom Brady anymore. That they just signed a 42-year-old quarterback to a two-year deal that can't get the ball past the first down marker. When they go 5-12 and 12 or whatever it is, five and 5-13 now that they added the new game, or depending on what the deal is with Corona, whatever the amount is, when they have another losing season, and they realize that the worst thing they could have ever done was get rid of Jameis, not have a solid backup for Tom Brady. And when Tom Brady absolutely shits the bed this year, and possibly next year, and they don't have a quarterback to back them up, they're going to realize what mistake they made. Bad franchises make bad moves. I
2: I do think the whole Tom Brady's name adds this like, sense of he can do everything he's just gonna go in he's gonna change this franchise for the better and i think that goes with not drafting a quarterback because you're like we got our guy we don't need nobody else and i think that's gonna ultimately hurt them worse than it's gonna help them so yeah i don't see them drafting a quarterback maybe in the later rounds
0: next year but this year i feel like it's a bad move too um you know, having Tom Brady in that franchise, I feel like it could have been a good thing. I feel like they paid him too much money. Tom Brady's a great businessman. Dude knows he's forty-two years old, and they two years fifty mil. I'm pretty think was a great business I move think, on both sides. I, I think it was all guaranteed, if if I'm not wrong. I think the whole think fifty so. mil was guaranteed. That is a great business decision. Not a great business decision by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I feel like if you're going to bring Tom Brady in, you need to bring in a young quarterback that could, you know, be in the system with Tom Brady, learn from him. I mean, he, he's the GOAT. He's the greatest quarterback of all time, in my opinion. I feel like as a franchise, you need to bring somebody in that's going to learn from him, that's going to, um, you know, work under him, you know, follow his lead. And then ultimately take over the team when he leaves. Because he's not getting signed anywhere else after he turns forty four. That's not gonna happen. He's not gonna pull one of these Brett Fars where he, you know, leaves and comes back, you know, four times or however many he did. But man, for the for the Buccaneers, it was it's trash. They need to take a quarterback in this in this draft. They need to. They blew a lot of money on Tom Brady, which was not smart. But I don't know. I just wanted to see y'all's opinion on that because I think it was a stupid decision not to take a quarterback this draft, but Hey, they're paying the money, not me. So, um, yeah, we'll move on a little bit. So, I'm not an Alabama fan, but I know talent when I see it. I know, you know, great receivers when I see it. Jerry Judy. Dude is a phenomenal player. Dude, I mean, from the film I watched, God, he was breaking ankles every game. Now, they got him going ninth to the Jags. And just this one mock draft that I'm looking at, I haven't looked at a lot of them. They got him going ninth to the Jags. What's y'all's opinion on that?
1: I like it. I mean, I don't think receiver is their top priority. With receiver being heavy in this draft, I think they could get one second, third round. I think they're better off um, going defensive tackle maybe. Personally, I hope they go receiver because the biggest threat – to the Falcons of getting Javon Kenlaw is there at nine to the Jags. Um, but Judy, hands down, the best receiver in this draft. I know a lot of people have the argument that uh, maybe C.D. Lamb, you know, is a superior talent. I don't see it. Alabama has a record of producing great receiver talent. Look at Julio, look at Calvin, uh, Mari Cooper um, – He's an insane route runner those other guys I just mentioned are all great route runners that's what they're known for I think Judy is the best of them when it comes to their route tree um, he's got great size you know he great speed too he's overlooked for his speed because of you know Henry Ruggs for one Jalen waddle dude ran a four four five four four six I believe um, there's nothing he does bad. Everything he's phenomenal at, great hands, great catching traffic, can stop on a dime. I mean, we've seen that multiple times throughout his career. Um, He is the closest to a sure thing as they come. You look at guys a few years back like A.J. Green, um, Julio, and their draft. You looked at them, you said, I know they're going to be future pro bowlers. They're going to be – you look at this draft, they're going to be future – League leaders and things, uh, just like that A.J. Green and Julio class. Um, you look at C.D. Lamb, uh, Jerry Judy, and you just know that these are going to be guys like Julio Antonio Brown that you're going to be debating for the next 10 or so years of who is better. Um, but hands down, in my opinion, is Judy.
2: Yeah, I have – actually, I have two takes for this. One, if it stays like it is, I think that Judy will be taken first by the Jets, and then CeeDee Lamb will go right below him, even though I I agree with you. I think Judy's the better receiver. But my other take is a big talking point this week has been the Eagles trading up. Apparently, Howard Roseman was really big on uh, CeeDee Lamb. So if we trade up, I wish it would be Judy we'd be drafting, but I think CeeDee Lamb would be who we'd be. And I've seen some of these trades we've been seeing. Rasul Douglas being traded to the Jets to trade up and get that 11th pick with a second round involved and just other stuff like that. If we could trade up and get C D Lamb, he would be the first receiver taken, and I would love that. He's going to be – he might – I think Judy's better, but they're both going to be insane for years to come, and I think Ruggs will also be in that discussion for years to come. But if it stays like it is, Judy will go first. If the, If the best-case scenario for me, the trade happens, then C.D. Lamb will go first.
0: All right, Dylan, you brought up a great point about trade-ups. So we're going to get to that here in a second. But I just looked, and we were talking about Jordan Love. We all, you know, high praises for Jordan Love. Great quarterback out of Utah State. And I've seen here where they have him going to the Raiders at 19. One, I this is a two-part. One, do y'all think that that's, you know, low for Jordan Love? Do y'all think he goes to another team, Um, you know, maybe, you know, in a top 15? And the second part of that, is do you think that's going to be a good fit going to the raiders
1: I think it's a phenomenal fit um I don't think he's going to make it that far though I don't know exactly which team it would be um possibly somebody like the patriots I see him going closer to the early teens around 12ish maybe uh a lot
0: of the Raiders have the 12th I've... pick as well
1: yeah, that, exactly. Uh, with that 12th pick, though, also yeah, I think they go receiver out. there just because I think there's going to be a little higher push on receivers. But, personally, I would not be surprised to see Jordan Love go in the top 10. I think a lot of people mm. uh, have him going later in the mid-teens. I don't think he may sit past about 15. Um especially if the Raiders feel like they can get solid receivers with that their later pick, and they think that somebody like the Patriots could jump up to grab Love, I, see, I would not be surprised to see him go somewhere around 12 to the Raiders.
2: Uh, I don't think he's going to go top 10 like you're saying just because of how top-heavy the tackles and the receivers are this year that we haven't seen in um, drafts past. But I like him at 19. I think he would be a great to watch with the Raiders. Another thing I've seen is him potentially falling to the Saints and being a backup for Drew Brees for when he retires in two or three years, which that would also be nice to see because they're not going to stick with Taysom Hill, and you're dumb if you think they are. So I like Jordan Love at either one of them two teams, but I don't see
1: him going anywhere in the top 50. Here's my question real quick. Could we see – possibly Jordan Love going nine at Jackson to Jacksonville. Or do we think that they are sold on Gardner Minshew for this year?
2: I think they're going to sign Kim and make it a competition. I don't think they're going to draft it. They have other needs right now than to draft a quarterback like Jordan Love at nine.
0: Yeah. I feel like, I mean, you got to go and build some talent around Gardner Minshew and just give him at least another year going into it. Um, You know, the way Jacksonville's played, I don't know if they're going to, you know, be able to win a whole bunch of games this year. So, they might be, you know, kind of high pick next year as well. So, they could, you know, even trade up to get a quarterback next year if they wanted to. I think they're going to go with Minshew for another year. Uh, Next year's draft class for quarterbacks, you know, it looks pretty good. Um, I won't say it's, you know, the same caliber of quarterbacks. But, you know, there's going to be a good bit of them next year. So, I could see, you know, them passing on that, trying to build, you know, their receiver core. Um, You know, with somebody like Judy going to the Jags, um, you know, trying to build around Gardner Minshew, he didn't have a terrible season. I won't say he played great. Um, You know, the mustache was amazing. Uh, Nobody in the league had a better mustache than Gardner Minshew, but that's beside the point. But I feel like they're going to build around him. I feel like they're going to give him at least another season to see what he can do. Um, You know, he came in, what was it, like game three, game four last year and started taking over the team. So I feel like they're gonna, you know, they're gonna build around him. They're gonna try to get some receivers, uh, maybe some, you know, some good offensive linemen in the late couple of rounds. But yeah, I think I think Jordan Love is gonna stay where he's at, maybe, you know, come up a couple spots in the top fifteen, but I don't I don't see Jacksonville taking another quarterback.
2: If anything, I feel like they would wait till there. don't they have like the 20th pick? Let me see.
0: Yeah, they have the 20th pick.
2: Yeah, if anything, I feel like they would wait until then to try to see if he falls to them. If not, they can still get a probably like a tackle or something at that pick. I don't think they would rush and try to get him at nine and waste what they have with the pick at nine.
0: Yeah, I feel the same way. Uh, We're going to move on. So we're going to go most improved player coming into the season we're well not most improved we're gonna go um you know best player coming out of the draft this season most uh you know most dynamic uh you know biggest help to the team and then we're gonna go sleeper pick out of this draft so timmy we'll start with you who's gonna be the best player coming out of this draft and have the most impact on the nfl season
1: i think it's hard not to go with chase young in my opinion um especially if he goes to the Redskins. they The problem with him going to the Redskins and making an immediate impact is they have so many playmakers on defense, on that defensive line. Um, they're already... I don't see him making as much of an impact immediately as people think due to that, but I'm going to go back to what we were saying earlier. I think it's Jerry Judy. In the right place, I think he could eat have an easy thousand yard season yeah. his rookie year. Go
0: ahead, you cut out Turner. Just keep going.
1: Oh. I think it's Jerry Judy. I don't think that any other of the rookie receivers come close to his first year production, especially at the right team. I think he could easily, easily win rookie offensive rookie of the year and make a Pro Bowl his rookie season.
2: I think I think I like where you're going with the receiver. Any of these top three receivers putting up the right team that needs a receiver is going to make a ridiculous amount of impact. A team like the Colts, or the, I know they traded their pick, but a team like them or like the Eagles getting a receiver to push their receiving core because they both have trash receiving cores this past year. If you get a receiving core and you already got a good franchise quarterback, then that'll make the most difference. And, it'll really show the most impact on your team coming out and then obviously Chase Young's going to be a tear for any offensive line. I would I'd would be scared for my offensive line. I hope he don't go to the Redskins cuz the Eagles would have to see him twice a year, but if you're if you're going against him twice a year then it's not going to be good. So I think he's going to make a lot of impact for the Redskins if they draft him or whoever ends up getting him.
0: You know, I like that. I like Chase Young a lot. But I'm gonna go I'm gonna stay with the you know defensive side of the ball, but I'm gonna go with somebody else. I'm gonna go with somebody like Isaiah Simmons going on that fourth pick to the Giants. If he goes there. Now this is all you know speculation on if he goes to the Giants. But if he goes to the Giants, Giants offense, um, you know, they're getting better. Uh you know, they got a good quarterback, you know, playing now, um, you know, great running back. But like, you know, Timmy said, their defense, trash. Throw him into garbage, terrible. I feel like Isaiah Simmons is gonna come on that defense and probably be the best defensive player on that team day one. I feel like he's gonna make an immediate impact on that defense. Um, dude runs a 4 3 9, like we said. He can, you know, chase down a running back, he can you can put him at the defensive end position in some packages if you need to. Uh, you can leave him outside, he can cover a slot on you know short routes, um, chase down the quarterback anything you need. Dude is a playmaker. And, again, he runs a 4-3-9, so come on. Like, that is unheard of. So, my pick, I'm going with Isaiah Simmons. I think he's going to be the biggest impact. I don't think he's going to win rookie of the year. I'm saving that for, you know, like a receiver, like Timmy said, like Jerry Judy. Uh, You know, I don't think he's going to win rookie of the year by any means. But the biggest impact for their team, I feel like it's going to be Isaiah Simmons. So, we'll go now to the sleeper pick of the draft. Um, who's going to make the biggest impact that nobody thinks would? Timmy, take that away.
1: Yeah, I think it's uh, Anthony Gordon out of Washington State. Uh, we see, we saw last year what uh, Gardner Minshew did uh, in the sixth round. Uh, you know, Anthony Gordon come from that same Mike Leach system. I think he could go he's gonna go earlier than Minshew did, probably about third, fourth round, uh, maybe fifth. But I think he can go to one of these teams that are putting off, waiting for a quarterback, um, and have a first year impact, you know, like Gardner did, maybe even a little bit more. I think he is probably probably has the most potential out of the later round quarterbacks. Uh, I think he's a better quarterback than somebody like Jake Fromm or even of course, Jalen Hurts is gonna gonna go before him. Um, he's the a better pure passer than both of them, and yeah, I think he could be the biggest sleeper pick in this draft.
2: Uh, for my sleeper pick, it's kind of it's kind of different because if I said this two three months ago, you'd be calling me stupid. You'd be like Dylan, this ain't no sleeper pick. But I'm going with Lavisca Chenault. On the mock draft I'm looking at right now, it has him going the 73rd pick to the Jags. If you told me a month ago that he would be falling out of the first round, then I'd be calling you stupid. He's like probably the 10th receiver off on this board. Whoever gets him, whether it's in the late second, early third, is going to have an absolute steal. He is a top five receiver in this draft. All this came out about his injury, even though he's going to be able to come. He'll be cleared by April 25th, I think I read. Whoever gets him is going to make such an impact on their team. He's a great receiver. He can make moves. He's hard to take down, incredible hands, has pretty decent speed. So, whoever gets him, if it, wherever it's at in the draft, I would love if the Eagles could get him second, third round. If he falls to the third round, someone is going to get an absolute steal.
0: Yeah, I'm sticking with that receiver position. I like what you said. Uh person I'm going with, you know, they were, you know, looking good in the draft, looking like they were gonna go, you know, high third, low second round pick, but, you know, some injuries in the combine held him out. Couldn't run the forty, couldn't really do, you know, any of the combine, you know, necessities to get you, you know, one of those high draft picks. And not because it's my favorite team, but go Gators. But I think uh, you know, Van Jefferson is a very, very good receiver. Do I think, you know, he's a you know a Jerry Judy or you know, Jefferson or anybody like that right now. No, I don't think he's that good of a player, but I feel like, you know, he was trending, you know, very well in the draft. Um, you know, he was going late second round, early third round, you know, before the injury happened at the combine, he was looking really good. Um, you know, the injury at the combine hurt him a lot. I think he's fallen to like late fourth round, early fifth round in there, but I feel like, um, you know, as a great receiver, got great hands, great size, uh, you know, he's, you know, six, three, six, three and a half, something like that. He's a tall, lengthy receiver, uh, dad played in the NFL. So, you know, he's got great football IQ, uh, you know, played well at Florida did really, really good. Um, you know, was their, you know, second best receiver, uh, besides Kyle Pitts, but you know, I'm going with Van Jefferson. I think Van Jefferson, he's going to be a sleeper pick. Uh, a lot of people are going to pass him over. He's probably going to go, like I said, uh, you know, mid fifth round. You know, somewhere in there. But I think Van Jefferson, you know, he's not a bad pick. uh, Can make plays. Can go up, you know, over defenders. But, yeah, that's going to be my sleeper pick. It's going to be Van Jefferson. I don't know where he's going to go. Like I said, probably mid-fifth round. um, You know, maybe somebody like, you know, the Raiders or somebody like that, you know, in that system. But, yeah, I'm going with Van Jefferson as my sleeper pick. Impact. none of us picked him as the sleeper pick. But we all picked him as the first round or first pick of the NFL draft. Let's talk about Joe Burrow. How do we think he's going to play out in the Bengals' system? And how do we think he's going to look in the 2020-2021 NFL season?
1: Yeah, I think he is going to, of course, make an immediate impact. It's all going to uh, be determined by what is around him. Text, you know, we gambled on a lot of games last season. My yes, most we did. memorable one was that was that Bengals Steelers, uh, I believe Monday night game. Yes, it um, was. Maybe, uh, yeah, and the amount of times that that Steelers defense got in the backfield to Andy Dalton was insane. That game wasn't even Andy Dalton's fault. That performance by their offense, it, dude, had maybe two seconds before he had three defenders on him. Um, If they can't shore up those problems, the protection, then Joe Burrows, it doesn't matter how much talent you have. If you don't have time to get the ball off and make your reads, he is in for a miserable season. So it's all going to determine, in my opinion, what they do to the offensive line. They have solid playmakers around them, and Tyler Boyd, A.J. Green, Joe Mixon, but it's all going to depend on that offensive line.
2: Yeah, I agree too. They're going to have to put talent around him for him to show off what he has. It's pretty much a consist- consensus at this point that he's going to just be one of the best quarterbacks this season as a rookie in the rookie terms. He's going to be pushing Offensive Rookie of the Year. And I, I think he will be, but we don't really know until they start putting the talent around him. It might just be another Jamarcus Russell and him be a first pick bust. But I think he's going to come out here and he's going to do what Joe Burrow does and show off, and I'm excited to watch Oh, that. I'm
0: excited, too. I think he's going to do real well. Uh, like Timmy said, man, if they don't get some offensive line talent around him, dude's going to be in for a miserable, miserable season. Now, you know, they're getting back. You know, Jonah Williams, he was their you know first-round pick last year, a big offensive tackle. Um, you know, he's coming back. He missed the entire season last year. Uh, with a shoulder injury, so I think that's going to be a big help if he's back to 100%. Now, you know, they're looking, you know, second round of taking Josh Jones out of Houston, big offensive tackle, um, you know, he's really, really good for his size. Uh, I don't think that's a bad pick. I feel like that could be very, very well opposite of Jonah Williams. I think that'll help, but, you know, we just got to see, you know, what that offensive talent looks like. I uh, got great receivers around him, you know, like A.J. Green, um, you know, that's a franchise player. So, if they can get him the ball, if he has time to get him the ball, I think he can do well. Um, over under, 3,000 yards passing. Me personally, I'm probably going to go with the over. I think he can do it. Uh, Played great at LSU. Um, now, he, I don't know if he's going to have that same type of talent he had at LSU here, but I think he can hit the over for 3,000 yards passing. Timmy, what's your take? I think – He goes over,
1: but not by much. I see him at about the 3,400 mark. um, Because, like I said, I don't think it's going to take one offseason and they'll be able to fix that offensive line of how horrendous it was. Um, But 34 is not bad. Uh, I see him with maybe 22 touchdowns and a little over half the amount of interceptions. But yeah, thirty four hundred.
2: I say easily over three thousand. Uh, Andy Dalton had what, like thirty four to thirty five hundred this past season. I think even as a rookie, he is hands down better than Andy Dalton. I see him pushing thirty eight hundred yards this season. And I like your touchdown, and I think it'll be a little lower on the interception. But yeah, I could see about nine or eight interceptions. And only like twenty touchdowns. Well,
0: there you have it. Our twenty twenty NFL draft preview. Uh, thank all y'all for listening. Uh, we will be back next Sunday to recap the draft. Uh, you know, look at our picks, look at our sleeper picks. Uh, you know, see if we were right, see if we were wrong about trade ups, picks, and you know who each team took. So y'all tune in next Sunday, uh, five o'clock again. You know, we're definitely gonna be on here. Uh, probably at each other's throat about some picks going on. But, again, we thank y'all for listening to the Everyday Parlay podcast. And we'll see y'all next Sunday. Don't fuck this
1: up, Atlanta.
2: See you guys. Bye.